You want an intro? I'll intro. I like it when you do it. Under the dome, with necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg? I can't take another minute in this dome. We're off to a terrible start. I've already spilled beer on myself. Dude, you're disgusting. Uh, this is Dome with Banfomania, the number one greatest freestyle rap comedy podcast That's in the world. That's just going to be in the video. The whole I'm going to have this. Should I change? Do you want to change right now? Nah, let's just roll with it. I think if it's it, okay. it starts getting too uncomfortable. It'll dry off. Yeah, I don't know. If the beat drops while we're talking about it, we got to rap about it. Thanks for tuning in we're back off of a hiatus i'm icky you're gross dude i got I'm icky. I, I got braided up i wore a fucking button up today yeah, that's right davis came into the uh, studio today looking like a goddamn game of thrones character i saw i saw dinner is coming am i right we got uh if, if david was a game of thrones character what would his name be uh uh uh, uh, corniest, the jokiest. <laughs> I uh, feel like I'd be the, I'd be like uh, Aquaman's the chubby brother. Who plays? What's his name? Momoa. You would definitely get uh, taken by Jason Momoa in in the show for multiple times. But you would as his wife. Uh, yes, yeah. I, I think in this context, um, it's definitely not um, extramarital rape. But yeah. uh, you would learn to love it until I, until he's murdered eventually. You know? I remember he um he takes that woman in the like first or second episode and i remember just being like this show is crazy yeah that was that was like the last episode i watched too and not because i'm uh, viciously anti-rape it's because the show is just whatever yeah. uh i it would be funny though if if people didn't watch that show because because of, of that which i'm sure which people do i remember uh, you know growing up in uh, the christian culture yeah. you know if uh, if a movie or tv show showed half a boob they'd be like you're actually not allowed to watch that anymore even if it depicts exactly what the bible even if it says. wasn't something evil like rape it was just uh just a boob just there like a breastfeeding boob yeah I, well i remember in uh, when transformers 2 came out uh we had a we had one of my high school teachers was like telling us that if we were real christians we wouldn't go see transformers 2 because of all the slow motion running shots of Megan Fox and, and we're like well we know what you were thinking about the entire right. time he's you projecting his yeah. own shit onto you did you ever hear uh, uh, like a youth pastor say the the first look is free like if you're if you're in public yes. and you see a booty and you're like all right, I'm gonna stop looking now. In fact, the first one's free. That was how it was presented to me that the like the lust rhetoric was. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't count the first time, the first time you Whoa. look and you notice that that ass is fine, that ass is fine. The sin is happens fine. when you look for a second time, and I ain't capping. That is when that sin has happened. Oh my God, yo, what the crap, man? Yep. The first one's free, and after a few seconds, I gotta get on my knees and plead with G Jesus, and please forgive me. Ooh, I guess uh. the idea is that you looked, and you immediately looked to the good book, exactly. and you prayed for forgiveness. You were like, yo, I can't believe that I envisioned this. Oh, Jehovah, please uh, remove uh, these desires. Uh, I got my wires twisted. Wires crossed. That's just how it is. I'm on the cross. Oh. And I got lit. Yeah, that's just how it is. Yeah, on the cross. God lit, yeah, I'm the boss. Oh my God, yeah, that's how it oh is. That's how it is, and that's how it is, that's and that's how it, how it is, and that's how it is. Off to a bad start. I didn't mean to immediately uh, get into us just uh, 
regressing to our Christian stuff. I'm trying to I'm trying to trying steer to the that? pod away from that. We've done a lot of anti Christian bullshit based on our upbringing. I think we were working it out. There's a famous quote from uh, what's his name? The the uh, C.S. Lewis. John uh, uh, John <laughs> fucking uh, C. Riley. <laughs> I wish I could give you a list of movies that he was a part of, but you still wouldn't know who I'm talking about. Uh, John Wayne. No, he's like a creepy dude. Um, he did a he did a. a God I'm, damn I'm it, such dude! A fucking retard. It's I mean, insane, don't talk to yourself dude. like that. Come on, dude. You can no, figure it out. No, it's true. I'm getting dumber <laughs> as the days go should by. Should you hit the smelling salts? Uh, fuck, dude. Yeah, I think you should hit them first. All right. Well, you know, when I was buying these new headphones, I saw the smelling salts in the cart and thought, "Man, I should get those." And then I was like, "Well, obviously they're in the cart for a reason. Either Alex or Richard are buying them." And lo and behold. Yeah, okay, so you hit this. I'm going to try and think of this guy. Jonathan Winters? Is that his name? No. Fuck it. Hit that. How do I do it? Just uh, open the lid? Oh, and yeah, open the lid. Keep it like, you know, six inches from your nose. Take a nice hefty whiff, and we'll see. Woo, look at him go. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. It's like eating too much wasabi. Yeah, it's like snorting wasabi. I only got them on one side, though. Yeah, no, that happened to me, too. And it's it's pretty much whichever side is the most clear, that's the side that's going to get hit, and it's going to get drilled hard. Dude, I always thought that people who did that, and I saw them do it, were overreacting. I was always like, oh, they're overreacting. That can't, like... Uh, dude, can I can tell you're struggling I'm right now. I'm still, like, <laughs> fucked up off of it, dude. That's crazy. No, and then your like nose starts to close up and shit. Too. Oh, it closes up after? Yeah, for briefly. It's it almost it seems like you need to pair it with uh you, you pair it with one of those little spray things that you shoot up your nose to. Oh yeah, yeah like a Vicks. Yeah, get pair it with some Vicks, and then yeah, I could tell you're you're. you're I do feel like shook. Yeah, <laughs> the first time I did it, I I did not expect it. I kind of stuck my nose all the way in. And with it was and too much. I expected to be bleeding out of my nostrils. It was so intense. Point. I was like smacking the back of my skull because I was feeling it in the back of my brain, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Wow. And uh, no, but and then um, you deadlifted a thousand pounds. Yeah, and then I watched a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Get all amped up for no reason. Uh, the last beat was sacrificed by eighteen. That's crazy, dude. Those is it eighteen? It's eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Folks. We're not gonna get into that again. Well, I'm just saying, maybe put a T at the end of that if you want us to pronounce it right. I'm not gonna stimulate this interaction. Nah, dude, you're wrong, and you know you're wrong. There's two T's. Ugh. Yeah, I was feeling uh, I was feeling down this weekend, and I was like, I need to fucking boost my confidence somehow. So I fucking got braided up, got a tattoo, and was like, "Come on!" It was like, and the headphones, and so the headphones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the braids with headphone combination, and and let me just paint a picture for the folks. These aren't just your normal. Yeah, this dude got some big ass tires on the side of his head. Yeah, I'm not a liar. He got the biggest headphones that he could have possibly be a buyer of. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, yeah, I'm like a friar from medieval times with the way I'm rocking tires around my belly and my ears. Yeah, I'm about to steer. Uh, and I got nice veneers. In the biz, we call them cans, but I don't understand. This dude got a couple of barrels wrapped around his hands. I mean, wrapped around his ears tenfold. Yeah, you know, he hears everything gold. Uh, I'm acting bold with the tenfold earphones I got on my skull. 
Uh, somehow I made that fucking roll right off the tongue, and also I got two thumbs. Man, somehow, I mean, I can't believe he did it. How? I can't believe he did it, and it wasn't even written. Incredible. In the freestyle, wow, he really pulled that off, and I'm uh, totally baffled, and I scoff. You should be. You should be. Um, yeah, and I, I saw a picture of Drake on the internet, and I was like, man, dude, those braids. Was he are, wearing those headphones? Oh, you're talking about the braids. braids. Yeah, he got, he got oh, braided. So this up. was a, a move to be more like Drake. I mean, yeah, I, I feel I feel dumb for confessing that right now, but I was inspired by... And then I was like, am I uh, appropriating culture right now? And then I was like, who cares? I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyways. Nah, well, that's the thing. That style of braid, it's... I feel like that's like some old medieval white lady shit. Well, yeah, yeah, because you can only see like the front, but like when side... Like I have six braids, so like they're still like as if cornrows, but just split from the middle. So they do look more like I don't know. I, I feel like cornrows are thinner than what you got going on. You got some thicker braids in there, less yeah, right. less rows. I I wouldn't call those cornrows whatsoever. Uh, I think also like isn't it a French braid? Isn't that what it is? No, no, it's not a French braid. But also, if I had cornrows, they wouldn't look exactly like cornrows on me because I just don't have the hair for it. You know how like black people get cornrows and then they have like just space in between each cornrow like i would just have still like you would still see my thick ass hair no you'd see the spaces for sure but not as much as i mean I'm, I'm seeing the spaces here right but i feel like it's less predominant isn't it only one way to find out <laughs> we need to get you cornrowed up uh, i remember one time i got cornrows and i'm not proud of it uh it was definitely on an appropriation vibe i was fully just like I'm gonna I'm gonna do a parody rap thing and I'm gonna get cornrows for it. Damn. Not not a good time in my life. But like um Yeah, go ahead. And what made it worse is that I like got one of the only black girls at our school to do it, assuming that she would just love the opportunity to give me cornrows. That that moment has not sat well with yeah, me for a while. Bad. I would just like to personally apologize uh, to this black woman whose name I do not remember. Wow. Thank you for the cornrows. Apologize though. for not remembering her name. That was uh, say her name. <laughs> All right, is Jesus, that too much, bro. I'm sorry. No, nah, no, nah, that was actually technically good, but I'm going to distance myself from it <laughs> anyway because it is a little rough. Edgy day. He's not funny. That's right, folks. Uh, I will. I will be giving David some literature on how to educate himself on why that was not okay to say. I need later. I need some stuff to read. I, I finished the book I was reading and it sucked. Um, and now I'm reading. Actually, this is ironic. I'm reading Malcolm X's autobiography. No way. So I'm actually already picking up the literature that you were gonna send me. It's was that what you were gonna X send me? X Games. Uh, no, it's called uh, uh, X uh, X Malcolm. X Malcolm. Because he's dead? That sucks, dude. Nah, at least you tried, you know. Um, okay, A for effort. X, uh, X, 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 X. It's hard. It's hard to do. Like, X Games wasn't good, but it might be the only one that we can go with. Okay, know? let's stop there. How about this? Mine, mine X. No. <laughs> That's tough. I'm just trying to think of popular book titles, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the um, 36 Laws of X. I think uh, it's 48. Oh, I'm thinking of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> and the chambers. Days. Um, how about this? I got a take for you. Uh, PMB Rock died, right? Oh, 
That's right. Shout out Roscoe's. to PNB Rock. And you know what? There's been a lot of talk about the girlfriend posting the location and that being fucked up. Um, you know. Was it an inside job? Was she posting the location on purpose? And also, and also, they were just, they weren't trying to kill PNB Rock. They were trying to steal his jewelry. And he tried to stand up for himself and fight for it. I feel like he should have just given them the jewelry, right? Like, RIP, King, but like, if you're getting pointed at with a gun, it's it's a consensus that you just listen to the guy and give him the shit, and that's it. Yeah, no, I don't think you're going to get a lot of people disagreeing with you here, Dave. Uh, if someone's got a gun in my face... Gun in my face, it's a public place. I'm just trying to get some waffles today, yeah. and I'm with my boo thing, and you know I feel great, no. but this dude's coming in, about to spray on my face. Uh. I'm feeling great sitting here eating waffles. Every day, yeah, I need to scoff at the way that I deceased myself, uh, put my jewelry on the shelf. Nah, man, you ain't taking this chain. Is no. that a gun? Well, I'ma just repeat the same thing. Oh, you shot me? Well, that's too bad. You're not getting this. Oh, I'm dead now? Well, uh, I guess I don't exist. Uh, I got shot at the Roscoe's, uh, and I thought it was impossible for them to find my location B &B. right after I found my vocation. In these streets, and we just gotta go and get some chicken and some waffles without getting in trouble. Yeah, I just wanna go and get. I will say this not the worst last meal. No, I mean, you don't wanna get shot up at a last meal, be at a fucking IHOP. I don't know, man. That would one, one could argue that being a prominent African American figurehead dying at a chicken and waffle place Is that for the isn't, isn't the best look. Uh, I mean, the whole situation <laughs> is very tragic. Um, PB and J Rock. Ah, come on, that's man. bad. The okay. body is still fresh. <laughs> he had this one song that I really liked. Uh, selfish. You remember that one? Mm. I'm selfish. Oh, I, I do swear. Remember. I want you all to myself. I swear. That you may, don't need nobody else. That, that is may, a fucking slapper. That may be the only PNB Rock song that I know. Hundred percent, the only PNB Rock song I know. Um, to be honest. I don't really have that much to say about the P&B Rock situation. Other than that, it is very sad. <laughs> it's tragic. I like, yeah, just, my, just get your own fucking jewelry. Why you got to kill someone right. for it? Well, like, I mean, like, and also, I, this has been said, but posting the location while you're there just doesn't make sense for an important figure. I know, but it shouldn't have to be a thing in the first place. The, like, no, but like, even I just, get that it is a thing. Even and, just and, normal girls practice this where they just post their location after they've left like they post the thing of the place that they've been at after they left because dudes yeah, are weird especially if they're hot yeah exactly no, i yeah. understand um and i don't know I, I watched this one uh video of a guy uh, supposedly like a, a veteran la gang member or whatever talking about the situation um and he made it sound like it wouldn't have mattered if if she posted the photo. Oh, he, he, the Roscoe's that he went to was in quote unquote the hood. So, so it's on him. It's, it's like if, if, if you're there and you have that status, people are going to know whether or not your girlfriend is posting photos or yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was his take on it, which, you know, I don't think 
You can't blame somebody. I hate somebody. that. Like, it, it would suck to die and then just have a bunch of people speculating on whether or not this went down in the way that it should have. Right, like you're dead. It's over. Yeah, it's a bummer. Okay. Uh, but, you know. That's all you got on PNB? PNB. R.I.P. Check yeah. out Selfish by PNB Rock. It's a good one. And you could tell, like, if you go and watch the music video for PNB Rock, Selfish, he looked like a totally different person. That's so pre-come up, right? I think this was his big one that got him the break, to be honest. So I'm kind of a basic-ass listener at that point by only referencing that. But I like the song a lot. To be honest, uh, I remember when you put me onto that and I was like, I mean, kind of a toxic message, but uh, (laughs) great song. Well, you know, if they're in a committed relationship, you you do want each other all to yourself. Like Like how God is selfish. Yes. Of, of the church? No, no, he's jealous. Je- oh, that's... Not, <laughs> not selfish. That would be a sin. No, he's yeah, jealous. He's, he's jealous. I'm jealous, <laughs> I swear. I want your praise all to myself, I swear. <laughs> What's that song? He is jealous for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is jealous for me. That makes me want to take Love's a... Love's like a something and something. something yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a glock to the mouth kind of feeling. God I just damn. want to fucking die. Although I'm surprised that... That prompt just didn't immediately bring back that song in its entirety, full lyrics in my brain, because I'm usually pretty good at recollecting yeah. everything. That love's like a hurricane, something like a tree. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gay too. But I mean, uh, others have joked about the the gayness in, in Christian lyrics. Uh, yeah, I know. I just saw um, on our crappy music. Maybe I can just pull it up real quick. This uh, the song is called uh, "I Want You to Sit on My Heart." Oh, ask Jesus to come sit on your heart. No, dude, really? Let me just play a few bars of this. Yeah, my heart's throbbing, Jesus. Sit on it. Okay. Jesus, please help me. Please come sit on my heart. Take away the pain. It's an old lady praying. And now it's a photo of the same old lady with holding it. Not a, oh shit. Yo, uh, come sit on my heart. I'm over here, yo, I'm just trying to start Start a relationship with my boy JC. Yeah, you know I'm praising and I'm elderly. Uh, it's like a work of art. The way that the big J can just come sit on my heart. I was at the bar just shooting darts, uh, and all of a sudden I just feel the start. I got a kink for watching the big man upstairs sit on my fucking heart hairs. Ooh. And that's just how it is, I'm feeling impaired. Yeah, I just want him to squish on my uh, cardioid. Yeah, my H-E-A-R-T, yeah, that's just how it is, my boy. Uh, yeah. I don't know, yeah, my heart keeps beating. And if you sit on it, yeah, I will be meeting. Uh, my heart's beating. Yup, I'm super fly, Diane Keaton. Yeah, you know, I'm also stay eating. And yeah, I'm also um speaking the truth. Mm, Diane Keaton, bro. I don't know. That's I a good looking old pulled lady. Pulled that out of nowhere. Um, keep playing that shit. Woke up this morning with an ache in your heart. Knowing not where to turn or where to start. Word. As Jesus, as Jesus. To come sit on your heart, you'll turn your life around. As Jesus, whoo! I'm starting to feel bad for her, dude. Uh, it's there's a weird like uh, uh, kind of like folky inflection that she's got going on the whole. She's yeah. like, ask him to come to your. She's not really singing. Yeah, she's, it's just she's speaking, and there's mute, like sort of a guitar in the background. As Jesus. 
There's so many out there hurting that knows not where to turn. Turn them to for the Jesus. Li- for the listeners, this with is... With all of their concerns. As Jesus, as Jesus, to come set on your heart. It almost reminds me of like a ween track or uh it, it just some some old like some like 90s counterculture rock stuff like that 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 dissonant chord progression it's it's yeah it uh, sounds like someone in a mental institution yes because it, it doesn't sound like the guitar is tuned correctly and if it is they're they're, they're playing a combination of chords that is kind of creepy no, it's yeah. like a creepy vibe like if she just did one. if she literally just played the strings straight up um, it would sound better than that. It reminds me of the sitting on cakes fetish that you see. You know, like chicks yeah, yeah. just buy a cake for and put their fans tits in and them and yeah. sit on it and squish it around. I don't like mixing food and sex. That doesn't work for me. Uh, you're lying. No, because <laughs> uh, you would you would think that. Uh, no, because I want to eat secretly, shamefully. And when I'm having sex, I want to feel confident. I don't want the shame of this terrible relationship I have with food in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? In the bedroom, I want to feel like a man. When uh, I, when I'm when I'm eating sugar and 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 binging on cakes. <laughs> so you wouldn't like do a like a whipped cream scenario? Uh, I'd be open to it, but I don't like melted butter. I don't like no 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 or honey. <laughs> that's sticky. That's too sticky. I don't like mixing bodily fluids with fluids that you want to actually consume. Like, it's, it's almost, I feel like that's dangerous for the woman too because she's got like almost yeah, just an yeah. open canopy just, to collect whatever external fluids. Are. If, if you're no dealing good. with whipped cream, she's going to have a bunch of whipped cream in her cervix by the end of the night and that, I don't, that can't be a positive and it's not thing. my whipped cream. No, you wish. I do. But David can't produce semen, not since the accident. It was, um, you know, it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it's a, a blasting in disguise. Free you know vasectomy. Whoa, uh, vasectomy. Because I'm a, because I'm a blood. <laughs> that that would work if it was casectomy. I know. I just <laughs> Jesus. It, I, I people that confuse V's with B's is more common in uh, Spanish culture because uh, sometimes they sound the same, uh, and it's just like a funny illiterate thing. Oh, so now I'm thinking of like. Uh, uh, like a, a, a MAGA uh, doctor who specializes in vasectomies. Is that just any doctor? Or is there like kind of how a gynecologist specializes in pussies? Is it's there... probably a surgeon who specializes in vasectomies. Is, what's the male version of a gynecologist? That's a thing, right? Urologist? Should I look it up? That's the guy that sticks his finger in your butt, I assume. Yeah. But I thought that was just your regular doctor. Male version... Of psychologist. No, we want gynecologist. What am I doing, bro? Psychologist. I heard gist, and I was like, I got the gist. I got the uh, urologist. You're right, dude. Okay, so I'm proud of you, man. Part of me thinks that they should they should really uh, they sh- they're selling themselves short by making their practice gender specific. How about urologist is just the encompassing term, and uh, urologist <laughs> can also work on the pussy. Yeah. I don't just specialize in vaginas. No. no. I swear if you want, I can touch your penis. Yup. Uh, and that's because I am so diverse. Yeah. My doctorate is, is so bust. Yeah. I specialize in dicks and vag. But you know, if you want to, I'll look at your ass. And also, yo, you know, I'll go 
and I like some grass. I'm kidding, I'm just smoking shit, and yeah, I'm just poker bitch. Bro. That pelvic reason is the reason, yeah, I love it, so I need some uh -huh. motherfucking get to the semen and some motherfucking, uh, I don't know, man, got some eggs, I'm ovulating, yeah, what do you say? I just wanna check it out, wanna see if you're all good downstairs, yeah, I don't know, bruh. Yeah, I wanna get up in them over ease. Mm. Next morning, get some eggs over easy. Yeah, easy with the freestyles. Yeah, I'm like Harry Styles Whoa. with my flashiness. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Harry Styles has been making the rounds lately. Listen, speaking of doctors, how about this? I um, here's my little my little list. So I went online to get. An Adderall prescription on the internet. Hmm. Listen, I tried to get fucking steroids a bunch of months ago through some like through some service, and I couldn't. And then I literally just Googled online testosterone, and some shady doctor was like, "Yep, absolutely," and they prescribed me. Now I'm on the roids, so I was like, "I clearly have ADHD. We all have ADHD. It's just like, of course you can't focus." Um, and I was like, there must be a way of just getting this prescription online. We used to have to get a shady friend in high school to sell us their Adderall. Now you just find a shady doctor online. So I found this service. If you literally Google Adderall, there'll be 19 websites that pull up. I don't think it's shady. But it's, it's, it's just it's the same way that you can. It's like calling like the Blue Chew website shady. Well, it's, it's technically like it, it's not malpractice. It's under practice. I agree, because the thing about the the whole blue chew thing, I I could trust a dude if he tells me that his dick doesn't work and so he needs Viagra. I'm like, all right, I'll I'll throw you a few Viagras. But then if someone was like, hey, I need some amphetamines, because uh, occasionally I don't think very good, I, I'm a little more skeptical about that. And here's and here's what's crazy about that. I set a, I went on the website, set up the appointment for like. 24 hours later, when I met with the online doctor, she's literally like prompting me to say the symptoms. So she's like, do you doze off periodically? I'm like, oh, yeah, all the time. She's like, uh, do you fidget a lot? I'm like, oh, I can't stop. Gross. My leg's shaking right now. So it's like a weed doctor. Like, do you have trouble reading? I'm like, I can't I can't read the subtitles right now. Well, you know? at least you're like kind of talking to a real person. I remember uh, yeah. on the Blue Chew site uh, because, you know. We all, we all, we all. I need a little boost one. sometimes. You know, sometimes no shame in the game. Yeah. Uh, they will be like, uh, there's, it's just a robot. They don't care if you're being honest yeah. or not. You're yeah, just yeah. like, yo, I want to get harder erections that last longer. And they're like, sure. Here's a, here's do, your first you, order. You ha have you ever had a heart attack? No, done. Boom. And it's not even a real person who can like hear your inflection in your voice and be like, this guy's lying. I will say this. Uh, Bluetooth is updated, and now you video chat with a with a specialist in like fucking Slovenia or some shit. Oh well, back it, back when I was a patron, they weren't doing that. Back, yeah, whatever, dude. I mean, I I, I, I feel like we've just proven that you're the one that uh that that still frequents that site, but uh, that's okay. No, you're, you're right. You're having <laughs> sex more frequently than I am. Well, the and you got to get it up. I don't notice the Bluetooth as much. I'm like, I'm like, I my dicks. Well, that just, just means that hard. they're working. Oh. Cause I'm just like constantly hard. Yeah, cause you're not taking the Viagra one, right? You're taking the other one. The yeah, Cialis. Yeah, and that's the one that's like no, no, uh, works with you. It's uh, Tadalafil. Sildenafil. <laughs> Sildenafil, I think it is. Sedan in real life, Phil. Anyways, I I got the prescription. First off, she was gonna give me five milligrams twice a day, and I was like, hey, by the way, 
I almost, I weigh like 250. Five milligrams isn't going to be enough. She's like, all right, 10. And I'm like, cool. So I, I got her to double the dose just by telling her I'm obese. And then I go to the Walgreens and the fucking bitch at the pharmacy is like, oh, they're out of stock. You can't, we're not going to be able to get them. And instead of being like, we'll have them by this date. They can't just direct you to a different Walgreens. I was like, can, can you direct them somewhere else? And she's like, no, unfortunately your, your pharmacist has to do, I mean, like your doctor has to do that. Um, so I, I didn't get them. I was so, so excited to, to get play them. the waiting game. On and honestly, own. a big reason why I wanted these is to just suppress my appetite. I just want to use them as an appetite suppressant. <laughs> What's funny is when you uh, presented this to me uh, before we started this pod, we just we had a beer uh, at, a, at a local bar and yep. David was like, I have an Adderall hookup. I'm going to tell you about it on the pod. And in, in my head, it's like this guy met someone. Yeah. Who is did. selling mass amounts of Adderall <laughs> illegally, and now we have an, uh, a good hookup. But no, the, all that preemptive story <laughs> was just to lead up to, oh, I'm acquiring Adderall through legal channels. Yeah, I'm at an online doctor, oh, oh. gonna get to some Adderall prescriptions. And you know, yeah, I got an addiction to the amphetamines. Could you give them to me? Uh, I'm gonna need a U-Haul mm-hmm. Because of the amounts of the Adderall Skiddly whoa Then I'm gonna be hauling around the town yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's gonna yeah. be so yeah. profound Whoa, Profound, yeah, you know I got the Adderall Skiddly And whoa. I suck it down, yeah, I crush it up and snort it up uh. I'm sure that this was the way the doctor recommended yep. And now I'm gonna take it in my nostrils and then get it Ah, uh, I took the Adderall <laughs> The way that it was prescribed by the jaw Ah, uh, yeah it was so meaningful And the wheel I feel inside is so great He provides Ooh. Yo, I'm jamming That's just how it is I'm cramming yeah. Mass amounts of amphetamines And do my brain stim And that's just me, yo I'm feeling sane when I snort a whole line of that raw with men Yeah, I mean, my, my girl was like I think you have ADHD And I was like uh, I think everybody has ADHD Because we're high on sugar and drunk And like looking at her phone yeah like i was just like everybody has adhd and and then the doctor's like are you unable to focus on things that don't interest you i was like yes isn't everybody unable to focus on things that don't interest them and she's like no does the thought of doing a task that is boring make you want to kill yourself (laughs) Um, i was like uh, big check mark so that's adhd so being human is adhd anyway so uh the prescription is coming uh but we don't know when, so mm. God willing. It's interesting that you have to go somewhere to pick it up. I figured well, they would just mail it to you. So uh, a more like the testosterone I get shipped directly. I don't have to go pick it up. And I think that there's certain narcotics like amphetamines that are controlled that have to be uh, produced through like legal or certain like processes. Like I think. Well, if it was going to be delivered, Walgreens would have to ship it to you directly. Have you noticed? How long have you been doing the testosterone? Have you noticed any difference in your day to day? A little bit. Little I feel bit. like I feel like I'm like my my recovery is faster, and my my workouts. I get a, a pretty significant. Like I started uh, beating uh, personal records in certain workouts by like five or six reps immediately. Okay. Not immediately, but like. It's been like six weeks. So there is 
a semblance of a difference yeah, than and when I'm, you weren't taking it. And I'm much hornier. Like I, I'm, I'm like a 17 year old with the horniness. Damn, now. dude. Maybe I need to get on some tea. I'm like asexual at this point. Yeah. Um. It's definitely. So I know that there's people that take it who don't work out, who still feel the energy boost. I also am not, as they say, dialed in yet. You need to dial in your dose, and I think the dose has to go up. Because mm. the people who take it and, and uh, like vouch for it are like, I feel incredible every day. I feel motivated to go pursue my goals and like all this shit. Um, it sounds like the only issue is that you're on it for life, technically. Like You really can't it's come like off it. like when you it. start doing like hair, hair regrowth products. It's like once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, and like... I, my balls are smaller. Wait, you've noticed that already? My my balls seem smaller. That might be psychosomatic. You, no, because you've they, been on it for what a week too. No, no, it's been over a month. Oh, okay, I can see. I've some taken shrinkage. I've taken like over twenty shots at this point. They huh. say that there you uh, experience testicular atrophy. Let me see the the point in which. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. Let me see your your balls. No, I want to <laughs> see the the shot point. Where do you, where do you inject? Like right in the shoulder, like let right me here. See it. You know, you can't see it. I can't get this. Oh, my God. It's like that scene in Requiem for a Dream. (laughs) It's plus everywhere. Jared Leto. He's Ah, about you're going to don't touch it. Don't touch it. Jesus Uh, Christ. Whatever. Uh, We'll see what happens in another couple weeks. They say every eight weeks take a lab test and reassess. There's a subreddit for people who do heroin. And uh, a, a big majority of the posts are people asking for new vein recommendations. Have like, you, yo, wow. I've, I've completely destroyed this Have you vein. tried your eyeball? Have you tried in between your toes? Like, stuff like that. Yeah, that's fucked and up. And eventually, you're going to be browsing that subreddit for testosterone injection ideas. Yeah, thank God. I'm not looking for... Uh, you're just trying to uh, poke your poke your muscle. I, just, I, was, I was poking my ass originally, and I got too much fat on my booty. It's just crazy to me that, like, like veins will collapse... Yeah, like like heroin users, that's the that's the big thing for them. A vein collapses, and I'm like, pretty sure you need those. Her- after after one vein collapses, I'm like, all right, heroin's not for yeah. me. Now and that we're talking about heroin, I'm like, yeah, testosterone and Adderall, not that bad. No, definitely not. Uh, not that bad nope. to medicate. Nope. Uh, nope. not nope. that bad to masturbate. Uh, and let me be in a good state so I can uh, fly out of state. Yo, I'm out of state on some testosterone, and I don't know when I'm ever coming back home. I feel great off of the T E S T A. Yeah, the testosterone today. Yeah, I feel incredible, like I just ate 19 edibles. Woo. Uh, yeah, it's not regrettable. Mm-mm. Yeah, the way that I feel, yeah, I wanna fucking peel. Yo, I made these cookies for you, and yep. they packed full of some witch's brew. I got oh. some testosterone for my crew, and I also got some uh, weed too. Uh, recently I've been testing the effects of the testes. Uh, uh. With the TRT, uh, yeah, it's all inside of me. I'm on the TRT, yeah, I've been farting. Uh, it's oh. a side effect, yeah, it's not darling. Oh. I just wish that I could get real big. Yeah, I'm that guy. You're fucking, you're on your way, dog. Uh, Ghosts by Lethal Needle, Youth by Piper Beats, Streetwise by Yard and Beats, Glitch Mode by Balance Cooper, Kingston by Harold Beats. And I think that was bottle service by Lex Factor. Personally, I think small balls are an improvement. 
I wish my right. balls were smaller. Like a more di- like when when it's like a sweaty hot day out there, my balls are just down to my knees. I'm it's, like, what the hell are we doing here? Balls are an inconvenience. Uh, in their, right. That's like, why. That's why they say that like the ideal human in the future that looks like an alien is like got no no, no dick and balls. It's just like a vulva. No, you need that dick. You got to be hanging. You need the dick. You got to be hanging meat, bro. I the, hang the, meat, but balls. Yeah, I could take it or leave. Yeah, you know? get rid of the get rid the, of the balls. The meat is is it's the real you know it's the meat and potatoes well, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better uh, term. There. Uh, and it can shrink too. I like how uh, mine shrinks to the point where I'm like, oh, there's nothing there. I heard that the reason why the balls are on the outside is because uh, if they were on the inside, it'd be too warm. Oh. For them to like produce whatever they yeah. produce for the uh, you know to make babies, kind of like a Derek Lewis in the UFC situation where he's yes. like, "My balls was hot." Yeah, hundred um, percent. And and so the the body itself is doing a Derek Lewis by by taking off the shorts, which is Ta- putting, putting the, the balls, balls on the outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking the sh- and, the shorts of the body off. And Joe Rogan is is there like, "Yo, God." Joe Rogan doesn't say yo. I already butchered this impression, folks. He says man weird. Does he say man? He said like, uh, I mean, you know, the times that I've Something happened with that dude. I feel like Joe Rogan kind of looked the same up until about maybe like three years ago. And now his looks are deteriorating at a rapid rate. There's like he's he's losing his neck entirely. A little bit. yeah. And uh, like every photo I see of him. I think there's like a new wrinkle. He's fifty. He's in his fifties. I, I, I understand I that, like he's he's up there, but I felt like he was maintaining, yeah, this youthful semblance pretty well for a while, and then just up until recently, there's just been a lot. I've seen a lot of photos of him where I'm like, man, he's looking kind of bad. I think, uh, honestly, he's fairly healthy based on you know all of his shit that he talks about. I think he drinks a lot. Oh. Like I think he's. I think that he's one of those. Uh, people that like is like oh moderation I can do it, um, but I think he drinks. Based he's such on a big dude, he, moderation to him is like only ten beers in an evening. I don't know these young cats, you know, like us. These young cats drinking nine, ten beers a night. Um, I just think that there comes a point in your life where you have to either stop drinking or just die of cirrhosis of the liver. I don't see that there's a a way that you can drink. There's weak. no, there's no slowing down on the drinking. I don't think so, dude. Because like based on what I've what I've read and what I've heard, like even just like a few drinks a week will deteriorate, deteriorate, deteriorate your health significantly. Um, and if yeah, you, but I think that those those studies are also paired with people who aren't living the same lifestyle that someone like a Joe Rogan type with his cold plunges and his saunas and all this shit. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you're just, you know, going to work and drinking and not like doing exercise or having a good diet. Sure. Then I could see that being more of the case, but obviously it's better just to not do it. I guess I personally am always just fantasizing about the day where I'm like able to say, I'm done drinking, man. I'm putting the bottle down or be like, I, I have my stories. I think it's way more admirable to just have control over it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. No, it's the same thing with food. I'm like, can I just have a cheeseburger and not like lose my mind about it? Yeah, no, I remember. Um, I remember like it happened a long time ago. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, yesterday. Like three months ago, <laughs> uh, I was at a wedding and, and there was a couple there that was limiting their food choices based on a diet that they were doing together as at a, the as, wedding as a couple 
and they're at like a wedding and yeah. it's like a culturally influenced wedding so there's all these like unique dishes and whatnot and they are just willingly not participating yeah. it's a, it's it's just well it's more like two or three days of, of meals but still this is like a once in a year you're type outcasting of deal. yourself at this special event and and you're limiting your enjoyment to an extent yeah. and i i don't know Yo, I get that diets are important Yo, uh-huh. And the very moment that you give yourself a portion Yo. Of some food that it's like an abortion It's totally like morally, uh, I don't know, you see Yo, I'm about to abort all the carbs in Newport Beach And yeah, if they come near me I'm about to breach uh, unknown territory I don't care how delicious these spring rolls care. is I ain't gonna eat them How nope. I live is to disregard this I brought my own snacks to eat Yeah, I'm lit Uh, at a wedding I was vegan I swear my mom thought that I was a heathen Uh, and yeah, I had to pretend That I was fucking, yo, happy and shit Yo, get those crab rangoons out my face I got a breakfast bar, it's got a good taste Taste? And it's the third one I ate today Yeah, I'm a disgrace Hey, wait I like spring rolls yeah, but do, would you rather have a breakfast bar instead? Or? Oh, is that what they were eating? Yeah, they were eating like snack bars and and salads and whatnot. That's not even healthy. Snack per, like processed protein bars. Uh, they, I'm, I assume they had their own like uh, they're not all fucking Nutrigrain. David, gotcha. okay, <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I I jumped the gun a little bit right there. Jesus. Well, no, I just feel like uh, and no matter what diet you're following. Shit that isn't packaged is is better than packaged. But you packaged. can safely assume that if someone is dedicated to a diet enough to where they're not allowing outside food to permeate their fucking shield of, of diet, that they've done some research and they're not just fucking eating Nutrigrain bars. You're right. Instead of no, no, you're right. I'm just saying uh, there's also a lot of uh, people who like think they're doing the right thing and they're just fucking... Still eating like shit. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen that in the context that I just presented where where there's like an active, like a, an exclusionary diet that is being militantly yeah, adhered yeah, yeah. to. I get what you're saying. There's there's certainly some research involved, I feel. Okay. And it's not just like, oh, you know, I just, uh, I need more protein I in just my eat, life. I just eat kind bars. You got to understand, <laughs> it's good to have protein in your life and these are healthy. They look healthy. I mean, that's a nut. I'm so, pretty sure. So you felt like they didn't have fun or as no, much that, fun. No, they definitely had a good time, but it was one of those things where they sold themselves short on the experience. Was it condescending? them no did it come off as condescending it would have if if they already like were adonises <laughs> oh but because they still look like normal not healthy people yeah, you were like oh, i wouldn't even say to- they looked unhealthy I, it, the only way that i would ever consider someone being on a diet condescending is if they were constantly talking about it yeah or if they and, and that would have to be paired with them already looking good you know yeah. what I mean? I can I could forgive like a totally fat tub of yeah, lard yeah, yeah. constantly talking about the diet they're on because at that point I'm like, well, you know what? Congrats. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for, you. for real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the, the that's that's a thing. From my perspective, these these two dudes and a guy and a gal, I should say, they um they didn't really need to be on a diet. They're, they look, they're they killing see. it. And if they did, they could have they could have let it 
rest well, for, for the weekend you know and what, enjoy people, some some fucking and, delicious ass unique food and some would say that that is you're right that that's back to what we we're saying like the, the ability to moderate is the ultimate skill to like balancing health and enjoying your life which you know what i think we'll get there one day once we you know get through uh this uh, phase in our lives no, and, yeah, I'm, and i'm on nine medications it's like one of those things uh, and i feel like i've talked about this before but like when people are like, oh, I'm a vegan or whatever. And it's like, that's fine. But I, I feel like it's dangerous to be like, yeah, I'm a vegan. You should just try to not eat meat because then say something, say there's a scenario where you yeah. have no choice but to eat some meat or something like vegan is so restrictive. You can't eat cheese or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah uh, you're right. Then all of a sudden you've quote unquote failed a thing. Whereas like why set yourself up for failure in such a way by like claiming this 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 all encompassing yeah. non vague diet thing when in when in reality you should just be trying to eat better and and sticking to those if principles and you know less less risk I feel uh, makes it easier to accomplish and to stick to. If you're sober and you have a drink, you relapsed. If you're cutting back and you have a drink, yo, you just had a drink. Right. It it, it, it doesn't set up the whole like uh, binge purge kind of dynamic. No, okay. Yeah. Which which can be toxic. I get that it works for some people. Well, so, so yeah, yeah. it's not. It works for some people for a short period of time. It may, it, I don't think long term it's sustainable for the most part. No, you're right. Um, I guess maybe sobriety. Some people need. So uh, go to aa.com. Uh, I need to get another beer. Let's hit him with the Chris. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'll be right back. And we're back. They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. What do you think? I got um, I got a list right here for you. I know. I like the list. Uh, uh, might as well bring one up quick. We got a beat coming in hot, All so right. let's get it. It'll give us something to rap about. Here you go. Hurry, 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 hurry. Hollywood hurry. Reporter remastered Avatar theater re-release September twenty-third. Oh, they're just gonna re-release the movie that they already made. Oh, but it's a remaster. <laughs> Yeah, uh, remaster Avatar, then we put it in the movie theater for the retards to go watch and that movie act goes hard. Yeah, I'm fucking blue in the Navi, it's true, uh. I went and saw Avatar and it was remastered. Yeah, uh, when I watched that first I was a bastard. Yeah, and you know, uh, it was very dastardly the way they put the movie together. When that movie first came out in like 2007, oh. I was like, oh my god, this Pandora, it looks like heaven. I wanna visit there when all the neon colors yeah. there I just wanna go and hang out with that bed What's her name? Uh, uh, yeah, I forget her name Zoe Saldana, yeah, she's a pretty dame uh -huh. I wanna fucking go and connect tales with her Whoa. And you know we write some words right in the dirt uh, James Cameron, I wish somebody would harm him So he could start <laughs> making a fucking decision. Yeah, yeah uh, the they're re-releasing it in theaters because like the the second one is coming out soon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And you know what? Honestly, I know that you hate Avatar, so I figured I'd bring this up just to I don't hate it. Stir the well, you don't you don't like the way that it's hyped up. I watched it one time uh, when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, that's it. It was good. I liked it." Here's but. the thing: as the title of this Hollywood Reporter article says. Uh, Avatar re-release could benefit slow September. So they're really trying to just get ticket sales up in the theaters. Um, and the only other movie that is releasing on September 23rd, which is next Friday, is a movie by the name of The Railway Children. 
Um, which let me give you the, well, just uh, thirty uh, seconds of this trailer. I kind of want to like riff on Avatar a little longer. Um, do you remember when uh, Avatar came out? It was up for a ton of Oscars. Yeah. Um. Ironically, James Cameron's ex-wife, editor of the Titanic movie, also up for a ton of Oscars for her film The Hurt Locker. Oh, up right up against each other. And The Hurt Locker won best. And The Hurt, well, Hurt Locker kind of sweeped anything that was going to be won between uh, Avatar and The Hurt Locker. And I got to say, that must have put James Cameron in his own little Hurt Locker of his own. <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, to divorce a woman and then get up, you know, just grandstanded by her on such a public somebody scale. W- somebody with your reputation. And The Hurt Locker is such a better film than Avatar. And, like, it was just proven to his face that, hey... This is a movie that has substance and is about something real. And it didn't take us fucking 10 years to make it. <laughs> we didn't have to conceptualize it yeah. and then put it on the back burner because technology wasn't where we needed it to be yet. That much effort to then not win is uh, another element of the humiliation. It was like the there. most expensive movie ever made yeah. to and whatnot. Second to like the Titanic, which was his other movie yeah. that was big. I don't know, James Cameron's kind of a drama queen, it seems. I also don't... Is there a demand for a new Avatar movie? Or is this this just sort of falling in line with the let's just redo everything we've already done? Dude, I don't know. I think based on this article, I figured out that there are supposed to be four of them. Like, at the bottom of this article somewhere, it says... uh, each of the four Avatar sequels will center on returning Jake Sully. They're really assuming that this one that's coming out is going to hit. I mean, that's the thing, dude. Like, the only thing that ever hits now from a movie theater standpoint is something with expensive graphics graphics and advertising. So there is no way. Like, this is, like, scientifically proven that it will hit to them. You know what I'm saying? Like... There, it's a low risk film for them. I you believe. might be right. I got a feeling that, as far as the box office is concerned, people are going to watch this movies in, this movie in theaters for the same reason why I saw the original in theaters. It's it, yeah because it's, it's not worth watching outside of theaters. It's visually entertaining. It's, it's so the 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 quality of this film relies so heavily on its visuals. That it, it can't exist in a in a in a world where it's a good movie outside of being released in theaters. You know what isn't going to do well in theaters? Is it this this railway children? Uh, the the Let other me, movie that is releasing in theaters. Well, I, this, okay, I got to guess what this is about first. So the the offensive route is that it's about a train to Auschwitz. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say Asian because the because the oh because they worked on the, the railroad railroads. you know what that would be the next route yeah i think that's a solid second offensive route there we go uh, i grew up reading a um a group of chill a group a series of uh children's novels called the boxcar children did you ever read those no. growing up no it was like uh a, a group of like five four or five orphan kids um that live in an abandoned train and solve <laughs> mysteries Wow. Well, you got the you got the train part right. I yeah. mean, railway gave it away. It's dude, uh, railway children, um, dude. This isn't just get ready. Is this just about kids who run their own uh, railroad? Oakworth, this is Oakworth. 
Well, I'd like to welcome you all to Oak. Oh, we got Olivia we'll Coleman. Together, no matter what. Honey, just look at their little faces. You're a railway conductor, I Harry. I was brought here from London when I was a little girl, and it was a big change. Look at all the stars you can see. Yo, I'm a little English kid. I'm a lad. Yo, that's just how it is. I got an accent. I can only do Australian now. I've ruined my accent, <laughs> yo. Yo, I came all the way from London, and yeah, now I'm uh, repugnant. Uh, with mm. the way I speak on the mic And yeah, the railway children, they don't make me like Jolly good, and it? That's just how it is I just gotta go back to Australian, it's how I live I can't rap in any other accent, that's a fact I gotta go down to the un down under, take me back Oh lad, you are doing so bad When it comes to the accent, man <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing either, bruh uh, yeah, uh, I need uh, Edinburgh. That was like some Scottish Jamaican mix. Yeah, I'm thinking it's time to take a break from this and maybe work on our various accents before we jump back in. Let's just go a little bit further now that we have time. Let's play a game. Hide and seek. Coming. Ready or not? Hello? First off, a movie that stars primarily children already is a tough sell. Okay, okay. So based on the trailer so far... Um, I'm gathering that there's a group of kids and they're at some kind of like sleepaway school, some kind of boarding school. I'm not sure, but it seems and, to be that. And, and then like Olivia Coleman is like the headmistress or whatever you call it, whatever's the appropriate term for that. Uh, and right now they're playing hide and seek and one of them is going to find a strange child in an abandoned boxcar. And you wouldn't believe, uh, you wouldn't believe what kind of child it is. Oh my God. <laughs> Is he half? Is he part train? Someone in hideout, soldier or spy. He's in there. Stay back. He's black. He's German. No, I'm on your side. I'm Abe. I can't talk about it, but I'm on a secret mission. If you tell anyone, you're putting me and yourselves in danger. What? The captain's hiding him. We can't give him up. All right. And there's Nazis involved. everywhere they might find you I've got an idea but we need everyone is this like based on a true story or something I think this is based on a book and it was also made on the BBC in 1968 or some shit so I guess uh, so the so the it wasn't a half trained child um, uh, <laughs> even better it was it was a black boy um, so I guess I wonder if the the idea is that these kids have never seen a black child before, and and so there, there's gonna be like, um, there's gonna be a moment where it's like, isn't this? Wouldn't this be great if we all were like these kids and didn't see race? Yeah. But then, but then they they cram a bunch of Nazis in there too. So yeah. It's like oh, they'd be like anything's gonna seem good compared to these fucking fascists. Yeah, I don't know about that movie. Although it is funny that that was like the reveal. Um, oh wait, it's. It's crazy because it's a little black boy. Uh, I just watched this <laughs> movie the other day called The Boy Behind the Door. Oh. And it's about these two, like, little league best pals, and they're walking home from practice one day, and they both get kidnapped. 
and one of them ends up escaping out of the trunk of the car okay. and starting a mission to rescue the other one. Hell and, they're, yeah. and they're like both nine years old. Pretty solid flick. Yeah. But you learn that the whole reason why he was left in the car was because he was black. And, and the kidnappers the, like nah. the, the sex traffickers don't like little black boys. They don't want wow. they don't want to traffic black boys and fuck them. They only want the the other boy was Asian. And so it was like, whoa, wow. that's an interesting turn for this movie to take. And racist, pedophile, yeah. sex slave so people. The, 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 when the uh, when the adult that kidnapped them is trying to hunt them down and murder them after you know they've they've pulled a few shenanigans, they she reveals that I was just going to let you die in there. My clientele don't really like children that look like you. I'm wow. like Jesus, damn. They went for it. Good that, movie though. That sounds like a wild movie. I wish I. Um, I wish I would have seen it with you so yeah, I could give some insight. Uh, uh, well, yeah, uh, this trailer is not worth continuing to no, watch. I agree. It's, and like, it's given away way too much. And I can't believe it's not over yet. How, how much more is left on this trailer? Like, just can we see? It's halfway done, this yeah. trailer. Uh, and we've yet to see what the movie's about. So far, I assume it's about these kids finding a black boy and trying to hide him like he's Anne Frank from Nazis. Yeah, and like he said, um, he has like an important mission that he's on. So but like, what does a child, like that yeah. sounds like it's like something in his brain. Yeah, and the kids are helping him and then they're like trying to get past the Nazis and all this shit. It's so that's why they're re-releasing Avatar. My favorite. Because uh, that's the only other thing being released in uh, theaters that yeah, month. And that's, oh my goodness. I guess they're really relying on Olivia Coleman to sell that because who is watching movies where kids are the main actors? I'm pretty sure not? Olivia Coleman's in it for like fucking 10 seconds. And then like based on that, it seems like the majority of the movies, the kids. She's coming fresh off of a best actress winning uh, role. So it just I, seems like uh, I, I like her teeth. Isn't that weird? Is she, that weird? Well, you know, she's got a nice teeth for a Brit. Sometimes I, I just like women's mouths. No, I know what you mean. It's one of the more alluring, especially post-pandemic. We've, we've oh. been mouth-deprived. Uh, yeah, There's dude. something about the mouth that we appreciate more now. Yeah, sometimes I see a mouth and I'm like... Yo, yeah, what that mouth do? Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm up in the mildew. Uh, yeah, I want to see them fucking... Uh, 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 your teeth, yeah. I like the shape of the mouth, yeah, shape of the teeth, like yeah, it. shape of the lungs, yeah, that's just what I need, Ooh. yo, shape of the tongue, yeah, shape of the lips, yep. yeah, shape of the motherfucking palate, yeah, it hits, and I love this bitch in the shape of her aura. I love her. I love it, yeah, all that hole in her fucking face, yeah, that is the mouth, and I love it when it's over there on her face, yeah, I wanna touch it, wait. Yeah, once I saw her incisors, yup, I decided I wanna be inside her, uh, and yeah, I might not wear a visor, cause I just wanna impress the girl with the chest. Might not wear a visor, but I might advise her to get a new dentist if I'm not surprised with her quality teeth. Yeah, for some reason, she got those teeth. Alright, what else? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, mouth, so t the teeth is a very important indicator of you. I saw this uh, video today on Twitter of uh, a caricature artist absolutely roasting some, some woman who had bad teeth when she pulled up to uh, get her caricature done. And I got to say, you know, she knew the risk. When you, oh, yeah. you go up to a caricature artist, they're going to highlight the aspects of your face that are the most apparent. 
And she pretty much looked like an absolute goblin as far as the teeth were concerned, which is weird because the rest of her body and face. Looking good? Yeah, pretty attractive. But, man, this caricature roasted her. Just pulled no punches. Uh, I, I wouldn't have been able to sleep for a week after that. She would have benefited from a punch in the mouth. Maybe. <laughs> Knock some of them teeth back in place. Uh, uh, like, it, it's always weird, though. Braces after the, your teens. Braces in adulthood are strange. I, but I, I don't blame you if you need them. Like, all respect, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would never judge someone with braces, but I am going to look at you and at first glance be like, you look like a 40-year-old, 12-year-old right yeah. now. You grew up poor, huh? <laughs> well, no, and it's also like, for adults, there are alternatives that don't look like your 12-year-old braces. Oh, yeah, like they, you could just like get that in, in, those mouth guards that slowly... Invisalign your, or whatever. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like, if you don't have teeth coming out of your fucking ears, like, you probably can just get the shit under control with the, with the new shit that they got. Now that you mention it, this chick kind of had the the teeth coming out of her ears okay, scenario. So this, it this. was it was pretty bad some you know how some people's teeth are so bad it like looks like one of the one of the teeth is formed on top of the other one yeah yeah it was kind of that it's like a duplex already. yeah it's they're sharing space uh i don't know how you get any flossing done there no you don't that those people aren't really focused on dental hygiene and they're becoming focused on it now yeah, a little late yeah, to the party. Maybe maybe that caricature artist uh, really kicked her rear in gear. On, right, on dude, it's a wake up call. Care. It's like when a seven year old tells you that you you look like the comic book character uh, from The Simpsons, the guy that uh, works at the comic book shop in The Simpsons. Is like you look like that guy. You'd be like, oh, I'm obese and disgusting. Did your girlfriend's son tell you you look like the comic book guy? You know what? Um, at one point, the comic book guy was in bed with like his girlfriend or something like they were laying in bed and the kid was like, Oh look, that's like you guys. No way. And then dude. the next day he was like, you look like this guy. And I was like, Oh, I'm morbidly <laughs> obese and disgusting. Um, and he's not, he, my girlfriend had to clarify. No, he means because he saw this and my insecure bitch ass was like, it's because I'm fat and gross. I don't know, man. Those kids, they don't, they, yeah, they're don't, honest. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. They, they no, don't have that filter. I, Truly don't think he, he probably the comic book guy is probably one of his favorite characters. He meant it as like a compliment. Yeah. And this guy knows about comics. Well, that no, was an enlightening moment for me where I was like, you need to get your fucking insecurities under control. It's not I don't think it's attractive to constantly be like, I'm gross, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm not like that, but I often express my insecurities and I don't think it's attractive. It would have been funny if you like just started cursing him out. I'm like, fuck you. You I, fucking cut. I'm, I'm, I'm at least a homer. I'm I, not um, the fucking comic book guy. <laughs> I'm at least homer. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> I'm not fucking. There's a great comic book guy moment where he's at like a convention and there's like an attractive girl there and they like have a jinx moment where they say the same thing. And, uh, and he asks, he, he like, how do you feel about, Forty-year-old uh, uh, comic book virgins that live with their uh, parents, and she's like, "Lose the crumbs on your shirt, and we can talk." <laughs> and he's like, "Don't try and change me." And then he walks away. Yo, comic book guy missing out. He fumbled the bag, and that is no doubt. You could have had that baddie at the comic book convention. Did I mention that was uh, a mistake? Yo, don't try to change me. Uh, yeah, bitch, I don't play, see? Uh, yeah, I'm not complacent. Uh, yeah, I only play shit. Yo, I'm not complacent on the beat. 
In fact, uh, I don't do this discreet. I have a lot of uh, presuppositions to the beat. Yeah, I gotta make my position. Uh, my presuppositions, uh, they lack discretion. And yeah, I got a confession. The comic book dude in The Simpsons, yo, he's a real mood. Presuppositions. Oh. No discretion. No discretion. Something, something. Retaliation. Creation. <laughs> Determination. Um, I already know what I'm going to say. Noon by Reesey Beats. Late Night Freestyle by Hippie Jack. Jewel by Broken Finger. The Decision by Just Dan Beats. And that was Kick Back by Bonjo. Let the drummer kick back, bro. <laughs> Just made a banger in like two seconds. What, kick back. what a serendipitous <laughs> moment. <laughs> that guy came and went. Citizen Cope. What's yeah. he up to? I don't know. Coping with his millions that he made off of that one album. He didn't make millions. Fuck I man. don't know, dude. That, that song was in so many movies and TV shows. Right, but... but you get fucking, royalties you gotta, for that you shit. You gotta pay the manager. You gotta pay the agent. You gotta pay the record label. He fucking gets... Probably got fucking 300 grand. Uh, there was a great scene in um, Accepted with Justin Long and Jonah Hill. Uh, Blake Lively. I just started naming everyone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's like questioning whether or not he made the right decision about college and he's standing in a hall and they do that cinematic shot where he's standing still but everyone Everybody around him is fast, yeah. rapid pace in that song let the drum kick let yeah, the drum yeah, kick yeah. and i'm like man this song slaps they're just repeating the same rhyme scheme over and over and over and over genius yeah. uh, for me it was in coach carter coach carter the, the team falls apart yeah. and then like samuel L. jackson's in the gym and he's just like staring at the empty court and he's like <laughs> no, I remember that iteration of it too. Coach Carter was big for me. I remember it was big for me because it was a PG-13 movie, but they swore so much in that film. Yeah. And I was like, that was a PG-13 movie? And, yeah. you know, I was I had virgin ears at the time. And all the teenagers look like they're fucking 27. Yeah, you have Channing Tatum looking like he's 40. And they'd be movie. like, oh, this guy's in high school? Cool. Yeah, uh, although... I only have positive memories of that. Well, it's funny how, because I don't think that's based on a true story. I don't think it is. I, but think, I, it, I think it is technically. Uh, it, I'm pretty sure it is, but you know how those like sports Like very loosely based on a true I'm story? I'm almost positive that that is based on a true story, Coach Carter. Think, okay. Well, I'm maybe, pretty sure it is. Uh, maybe, maybe you're right. I just thought it was funny because at the end they're like, uh, Tio Cruz went on to play basketball in like fucking England. And then this person. So, and then I, in my head I was like, Wait, if this is a made-up story, why are they adding this shit to the end just to make me feel no, good? No, I'm pretty sure it's a true story, but this is something I could easily fucking Google it, look dude. The hell up, um, uh, Coach Carter. True, Coach. Couch Carter. Couch Carter. Couch Carter. Now that's a uh, so Samuel Jackson. He has just started a furniture company, <laughs> um, and uh, he, he okay. Famous scene. Um, we do not use that word. We call them Ottomans. <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, sit on that couch. Which one? The one that says badass motherfucking couch. <laughs> that almost sounds like a Pulp Fiction uh, with his wallet or whatever. Well, I mean, it was still in the Samuel universe. You know oh, you saying? weren't referencing Coach Carter? No, there? I wasn't. Jesus Christ, man. You need to learn how this works. No, I mean... There isn't a specific way that it works. I'm allowed to 
jump out of the parameters. No, man, I specifically referenced a Coach Carter line, and I made it about furniture. Right, and then I said, and then I said, "Fuck Coach Carter, Couch Carter. We're going to Samuel Couch." <laughs> I hate you, Samuel Couchson. How much is real, and what happened next? Coach Carter, true story. Coach Carter is a classic movie starring Samuel L. Jackson about a no-nonsense high school basketball coach. But how much no. of the story is true? Uh, I'm already seeing a picture of a guy who looks like Coach Carter that I think this this motherfucker right here. Whoa, that looks I like think, fucking Steve Harvey. I think that, well, no, I think this is who <laughs> Coach Carter or Samuel L. is supposed to play. Yo. The high school basketball coach, Ken Carter. Yo, I'm about to barter my time. It's about an hour and a half to watch this movie about the basketball, yo. Yo, if I was smarter, I wouldn't spend the evenings watching Coach Carter with my daughter. Uh, yeah, I'm about to slaughter this fucking beat and then make a fucking three-pointer. Yo, one of Jackson's most non- most famous non-Tarantino roles is as Coach Carter, yeah, I lose control. He's got heart and soul at Richmond High playing basketball. Quentin who? Uh, yeah, I'm about to go make another move. V with a different director. Uh, I only stay erect, sir. Yo, he makes them sign contracts Holy that they will keep their GPA, in fact, Whoa. above a 2.3, and that's not bad. And they're the worst. That's like a D-Avrage. Right, and they're the worst suits on game days. Yeah, pretty much the hardest part of that is still just going to practice. It's not that hard to maintain above a 2.3. Like, you just have to turn in the homework. Right. You, just you don't to, have to do it well. well no, these That's fool, a D-Avrage. These fools basically aren't going to class. Like, this forces them to just go to class. Yeah. <laughs> you need to just attend school. Is Coach Carter based on a true story? Coach Carter is based on events that actually happened. Ken Carter is a real person who actually uh, was the basketball coach of Richmond High School in Northern California. Movie based what? on uh, 1998 to 1999 season lockout, which made national news. Okay, so in real life, Carter locked the gym and kept his undefeated basketball team from competing. So they were already undefeated when he was like, actually, you can't play anymore. Because you guys are fucking wasting too much time in the streets. So it's really, Coach Carter is a unique sports movie because it's not about a coach that comes in and fixes a broken team that sucks. The team was already good. They just sucked as people. Coach Carter is more of a movie about a coach that comes in and, and fixes the their extracurriculars. Lives. Yeah, yeah. Or no, the curriculars. Uh, yeah. But then one of them, if I'm not mistaken, someone dies. No. Uh, uh, Tito Cruz's brother dies. Is Tito Cruz the actor's name? Yeah, it's the. Uh, no, no. It's the name of the person that he plays. Because I remember that the actor that plays Tito Cruz was kind of like relevant. At the time, I would see him in other movies, but now I'm yeah, pretty he's like, sure he's like black and Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, he was in um, he was in several other movies where yeah. uh, I, just re- I just remember when he pulls up at Samuel L. Jackson's door at fucking and 1 he's a. crying. And he's like, they shot him, man. They shot him, man. And and then Sam's like, it's all good, Tito. Uh, we're gonna fucking go make a bunch of three pointers tomorrow, and you're gonna redeem this. Right. In any other hood movie, it'd be like. We're getting the strap, and yeah, we are yeah. going to retaliate. <laughs> but Samuel's like, channel that energy Rick, into math. His name is Rick Gonzalez, and he's the second highest build uh, character on the show. Okay, well, that's kind of fun. He's also one of the better actors, I think, too, Like compared to, like, I think it's literally Sam, Channing, and then this fool. All right, and so the movies that I remember him from, 
we got War of the Worlds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, uh, I think he works at like a car yeah. repair place yeah. in War of the Worlds. I can, I can just like see him in a jumpsuit right now. Roll Bounce. I remember him with Nick Cannon and Roll Bounce. Ba- or no, it was Lil Romeo. And, and Oh, I think Nick Cannon was also in Roll Bounce. I think they're both in that. Uh, old School. I don't remember him in Old School. Although now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I do. There's a minor role. Yeah, it must have been a minor role. The rookie. <laughs> Yo, I I saw that multiple times. Ay ay ay. I think I don't think I've ever seen the rookie. I'm looking at no, it dude. Den- Dennis Quaid's uh, baseball career, and when he's 40, he goes back to the big leagues. I uh, I'm I'm more of a fan of Randy Quaid, his uh, his older brother. Wow, I didn't know about him. Yeah, Randy Quaid of uh, Independence Day fame. Uh, when Donald Trump was elected, that dude had already, you know, his his career was pretty much in the in the toilet yeah. at that point. But he got onto some like QAnon conspiracy type uh. bullshit brain waves, and he posted this insane video of him having sex with his wife, and they were both wearing like. One of them was wearing like a Bill Clinton mask, and the other one was wearing some other poly. It was like supposed Whoa. to be some political statement, Damn. but it's like an actual pornographic video that he threw up on YouTube. This hey, famous <laughs> down this is like a famous actor. Yo, I'm pretty sure he wasn't Hoosiers starring role. Yeah, he was on the cover. This dude, Randy Quaid. Yeah, I love him, and he knows. Yeah, just about the sins. I thought things were dandy, and all of a sudden, this dude, Randy, uh. Posted his dick going inside uh, this chick. Yo, I'm Randy Quaid, yep. and you know I'm about to misbehave. I got my wife here, she's my slave. Sexually, and we're gonna rave on a video. Yep. We got some masks on, and we having a political statement, and we're gonna deliver it to your TV. Deliver Next it. thing you know, you're gonna hate me. Uh. What can I say? My wife is my sex slave, and she misbehaves. And gotta put a mask on uh, I'm about to get my flask on I'm about to drink Yeah, I think Bill Clinton's got a kink uh, Yeah, Randy uh, What's his name? Uh, Quaid Randy Quaalude I didn't want that song to turn into a, a, a song about sex slaves But, you know you, you cling to the rhymes that you hear That stand out to you Yeah, I think I, I just said it briefly, you know And then we moved <laughs> on quick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this dude is in a this guy uh in in um that movie we just talked about, the rookie, his name is Spanish. Kind of racist. Is he from Spain? I don't know, man, but that's your nickname. It's probably cuz he can speak Spanish. Oh. No. Uh, I mean that is that really Spanish? That's his nickname in oh. the, in the movie, the rookie, and I assume it's cuz he's like, you know, a Latino player that speaks Spanish, so they just call him Spanish. I don't remember that. That's weird. I just remember. Wait, Randy Quaid's in the rookie? No, or the, that's oh, Dennis the kid. Quaid. <laughs> oh yeah, the, you're right. No, I understand why you're confused. We we that, switched gears. That kid that played Tito Cruz mm-hmm. is in the rookie. Oh, and he plays a guy named Spanish. Dude, I don't remember his and role I, at all. I have to assume it's because he's the guy on the team that speaks Spanish. He looks like he speaks Spanish. Yeah. Um, I. It's got, like calling me English. I gotta piss again. <laughs> all right, let's let's piss. I'll be right back. Should we uh should we dig into those dig into those notes of yours again? Yeah, yeah, here we go. Um 
Let's see. We discussed Avatar. I told you about getting Adderall online. The the devious method of David procuring a, an Adderall prescription legally. Uh, how about this? Uh, seven fashion items to help you switch up your wardrobe for fall. Okay. Are any of them a scarf? You know what? They're, I'm not sure. I thought since a couple weeks ago we had the whole thing where you were like, I'm wearing the same shit from last week. Uh, I thought this would be, you know, this is good advice for you. Okay. To step so up your game. I thought at first that this would be like, you know, regular shit. But the first. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, there we go. The first recommendation is like a $250 top. Well, yeah, that's a $700 outfit that they are. Oh, you have once again gotten an article from a website that has a paywall. It's okay. I have, uh, I pay for this. Oh, really? Oh, so you just log on in. Boom. Hell yeah. That's weird that that still pops up. If you, were you not logged in before? I wasn't. Uh, so I don't know this fit. I can't tell. Is this a, a guy? It's a seven hundred dollar fit. I think that's a chick. Um, I'm I'm judging that based on the tan line on her uh, her chest area. It First looks off, like she wears a bra. I don't know how this is in the L.A. Times. Uh, Why would seven it? fashion items to help you switch up your wardrobe just enough? It's a fucking fall in LA. journalistic publication. Yeah, I mean those it just, cover it just seems every like, spectrum. It seems not very interesting. Okay, how about this is more interesting than probably most of the stuff they post. I like this shirt, uh, Delos, a silk shirt for four hundred seventy-five dollars. I really thought these suggestions were going to be vaguer than this. This to me plays like. Whoever owns, yeah, whoever owns this shirt paid L.A. Times to make this article. Right. I would just go to Ross and get a shirt like this. Yeah. And I, I like the collar. The shirt is nice, uh, but I wouldn't pay $400 for it. No, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, I got a crochet dress, and you know that it was only 100 bucks. Which is weird, cause I would think some handmade shit that was crocheted would maybe cost a little more than that other shit that we saw today, huh? I wanna crochet everything in my wardrobe. Uh, and yeah, after I go to war, I wanna go home. Damn, damn. And yeah, I wanna be wearing a nice little crochet dress. Uh, so you can get inside of what's inside my mouth. You know, I'm wearing something crocheted while I'm playing croquet. And yeah, you know, I'm croquet like a frog. Yeah, today okay. I got it. Yeah, it's sewed together. Yeah, you know, nip, tuck, pearl. Everything I do, I do with my girl. Yeah, we got the crochet shit. It's my world. Yo, the crochet dress is nice. And yeah, it might be my vice. And yeah, this girl, she's got eyes with the... With the matching mascara. Actually, this dress is the cheapest item so far, and it's 100 bucks. Which is weird, because it probably required the most effort to make. Yeah. If I, it's actually crocheted. I wish that, like, it was socially normal to wear women's clothing. Like, I would rock this. No, it is. It's 2022. You could well, rock it's not, that. It, I still don't feel comfortable doing okay, it. Okay, so that's because of your own internalized homophobia. No, but I feel like my shit is also out there in other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way I feel about me wearing this... Also, this wouldn't look good. It wouldn't look on me the way it looks on her. So you already know that it wouldn't look good on you, but in your head you're like, I wish I could wear something like this? Even if I was a skinny dude, I probably wouldn't feel like normal wearing this. Uh, yeah, but I think that's just because uh, you don't want to be perceived 
in in like a like as a ninny you know this is a silly boy here and you've got some insecurities in your masculinity you maybe know? you're right how about this look at these these are bussy beady lettuce pants the girl on the right could uh eat some more lettuce am i right nah man i think that she's the right amount of thick now oh, yeah, i'm looking at her they both look like uh some tasty items uh here's the thing 180 for the for the top and bottom that's a lot this dude. is definitely uh for the ladies i don't think that this is going to work out if we if we purchase this uh so it's not a very universal article i just hate know? that like for you to wear this fit you would have to either be shirtless or be wearing a full t-shirt like the fact that it's only covering the nips makes it a feminine fit you know what i'm not saying not necessarily could yeah. you wear that and not be like it just wouldn't fit you normally you know what i'm saying like you don't have tits well yeah they if it's if it's built well i think that the way that you see how it has those frills yeah i think that those expand to contain the tits so in theory if you had no tits they would remain contracted and they would just be a little more flowy and frilly this is definitely a unique fit. I don't see this as a necessary. Maybe it is a fall fit, but it is kind of summery still. It, I, I, it's not something I would wear to do work at Starbucks. That's no, for yeah. sure. That that seems more like a concert Here clubbing we go. fit. Seven hundred dollar glasses. Dita eyewear. This is like an offensive article. Yeah, and this is the last one I think. I like these shorts. I want shorts with spandex under them. Those are nice. I'm sure that they are super comfy and, and breathable or whatever. And I like that they stick out below the shorts. Like that yeah. is something that um, is intentional. You can tell that that's like a fashion thing. They're like, we want them to see the spandex so that these don't just look like normal shorts. Well, that's what sets these apart from normal shorts. Because if the spandex wasn't visible, everyone would just assume they were some normal ass shorts, but because we can see the spandex, there's, we know there's something else going on there. And I, I like the form fittingness of the of the shorts of the spandex. It's like, hey, look, here's my sexy ass thigh, and then here's some pants over it. Yeah, so you know I'm I'm being slightly prude. And here this here's this weird ass bag that costs fucking five hundred bucks. I think that's it. It has been all items of clothing for women, except for like the first two items. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, this shit was like uh, $500 per outfit. Yeah, I'm having a fit. Yo, here's a couple tips for you to switch up your fits for fall in uh, California and LA. Yeah, I don't play when I'm wearing my sexy hoodies. Oh, here's a couple of tips for my licks. All you need to get lit in the summer or the fall or any day. You just need some surf shorts and a, a tank. I just need a tank top. I also mind uh, not getting top. I mean, I wouldn't mind to get top. Yeah, while I'm wearing socks. Whoa. David takes it to a sexual place. Yup. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to talk about race. <laughs> this shit is disgusting. This shit is uh, injustice. Yo, um, anyway, <laughs> back to the list. The the fashion sucked. I'm the, not gonna lie. This is the last one. It's this it's this red hoodie. Fashion. I don't get it. You know, I don't understand fashion. At the end of the day, I don't like it. It seems like fashion isn't necessarily controlled by the people. Uh, th this this whole like. Uh, uh, what's that Fairfax Avenue vibe? It's like yeah, yeah. we just want to buy whatever you're selling, and apparently whatever you're selling is what's fashionable. And right, and well, I think for the most part, 
Nine times out of ten, I see this like new fashion and whatnot. I'm like, that looks fucking stupid. I I agree with you, and definitely, I think that there's a difference between a person who's got a cool style and then a person who is fashionable. Like a person who's got a cool style is unique and makes different shit work, even if it's from a thrift store. But a fashionable person is just keeping up with trends or whatever's popular and the, the trend that i'm happy is is over with was uh, uh like people would like go to clubs in like a gucci bulletproof vest or whatever that was weird i was like are we in danger <laughs> like, a, this dude's wearing a bulletproof vest that says supreme on it <laughs> and i'm like what is going on here right i mean it's it's making me feel like i should be wearing a vest is it not safe at this <sighs> establishment no I, mean, I get the vibe but uh, I'm pretty sure that shit isn't actually bulletproof, which, uh, you know, maybe someone wants to test out the uh, the dexterity of your of your quote unquote bulletproof vest while you're out partying. It's just something it's funny that something that has like a practical use to it then transitions into just being a fashionable thing. It's like, oh, oh no, I, I experienced it firsthand uh, in, in high school when, when I noticed uh, people were. Uh, getting non-prescription glasses and i'm over oh, here yeah, with yeah. my prescription glasses like i can't with, see I, I this is it's it's as if you got a wheelchair to to look cool you know yes that's uh, absolutely i i do see how like if you have an ugly face some glasses could step up your game you know what i'm saying oh yeah i've definitely grown out of that insecurity to where i'm like you're wearing you're wearing glasses that aren't sunglasses yeah they're just clear glasses and they don't have prescription. I'm at a point where I'm okay with it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. It's a fashion statement. I get it. I'm also at a point where I'm like, cool with dudes with wigs. And I know that that's that's also like a, a gray area. It's like, there's a level where you're like, hey man, just be bald. But I'm also like, you know what? Chicks wear wigs all the time, and, right. and people are like, that's a hot wig. Like, why can't a guy do that? And it be and it be totally acceptable. I think the the point of the wig is the confidence that it creates for that person, and we all just want. No, I don't think so because because a lot of times, the wigs that you see that are obviously wigs but are still getting like compliments or whatever are like fluorescent orange or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they make let's split the difference for men. You know what I mean? They make the person feel better somehow, like expressing themselves and wearing that thing makes them feel better which makes them in a certain to a certain extent more fuckable which is what a, like most people are doing outside in social settings well i think it would have to be in a context because cause the very idea of a bald man wearing a wig is you're assuming he's doing it out of insecurity and that's not and hot. i think that that is what we need to circumvent here the guy knows he's bald. He doesn't care that he's bald, but he also knows, sees his baldness as an opportunity yeah. to flex various wigs and whatnot. Right. Yeah, yeah. And there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. The wig falling off. Those videos. That's tough. Right. But there's also like a, an assumed context that the guy gives a shit. Yeah, exactly. If it, it fell off and he was like, and just started yeah. <laughs> throwing it around. That's that's funny. Which I don't know. It's gonna be a while before we get to that place. We're I think that, that uh, in the same in the same vein that um, it's like uh, it's gonna be a while before it's okay for a guy to have a small dick. That's gonna be a thing. Um, it's gonna be a while for it's a, before it's okay for a guy to be short, and it's gonna be a while before it's okay for a guy to be bald. 
Luckily, I don't have to worry about any of those things, <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm a big dick, haired, Having fucking tall, tall man. dude. Yeah, got got the the big three. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so I'm pretty much average on all three of those. So the the fashion thing wasn't outstanding. Uh, ugh, man, these notes suck. No, uh, no, no. Warm take. The reason podcast is embarrassing. This is your final note. Oh no, wait, no. We'll save that one. Animals in scientific research. Second to last note. Animals in scientific research. We got shock the monkey. Watch the monkey get hurt. What are we talking about? Oh, is this a puppy? Okay, so they trick you into clicking on this link because of the because of the beagles. Um, uh, the seizure of thousands of mistreated beagles sparks unsettling questions. Here's my take on this. Basically, this is just about animals in scientific research. And uh, if you come down here, it says... Um, yeah, give us the too long didn't read real to quick. delve into the controversial world of animals and scientific research is to plunge down a rabbit hole that will test everything you believe about yourself. Um, basically, it's just if a lot of products that are used on humans are tested on animals first for like toxicity and whether or not they're fit for mammals to consume. That's pretty heavy on disorder. So I'm like. You know what? If it's going to be tested on animals or humans, I'd rather it be tested on animals first, dude. That's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but not like a cute beagle. Tested on like a a, a fucking uh, uh, a hyena. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> it says it right here. Uh, by far and away, the greatest number of animals used in labs are rats and mice, but thousands of cats, dogs, monkeys, rabbits, hamsters, and guinea pigs. Uh, and other creatures are subject to experimentation every year. Some experiments test efficacy, others toxicity. And there's a huge debate over the only they're... experiment that they should be doing on these dogs is how happy can we make this dog by rubbing its belly in oh, this specific way? Look at this beagle. Yeah, that's a cute little beagle. Um, and then it says on here, how can we say we love animals and support attaching electrodes to their brains? Well, I, I assume that these scientists aren't love, big animal people. You know what I mean? Well, it I, says like, on here, neither can many scientists. If you're a scientist and you're, and you're practicing on animals, you probably have a interesting moral compass. You're one of these uh, non-moralists who is just trying to you know, create the best future regardless of the consequences of your current actions. All right, but they're not going to research shit on like... Well, instead of animals, what are they going to do? They're going to uh, use uh, poor test subjects. It's going to bring in. What do you mean like homeless people? That's what I'm saying. Like who we got to run experiments somehow. And animals, I think mice is fine. Nobody cares about mice. Well, there rats. is like uh, you can, you know, trial volunteers for trials and stuff is a thing. No, um, but like imagine if humans died experimenting products like that would not go well. It wouldn't. But I feel like they used to be able to sweep that shit under the table. Why can't they just keep doing that? Uh, after vigorous campaigning by PETA, I've got me thinking about bread. The European nice. Union banned the sale of cosmetics tested on animals. Uh, use of the infamous Dre's eye irritation test where rabbits' eyes are propped open to test the toxicity of cosmetics and household cleaning See, products. Like, why use an animal like a rabbit? It's just too cute. Use an ugly animal. Yeah, use an ugly animal with a with a. Use like an anglerfish. 
Right. Is their their life is less valuable? Yeah. Um, PETA has filed a novel lawsuit against the National Institute of Health. How many lawsuits do you think PETA has filed? I bet they're up there. I really? bet they file a lot of lawsuits. That's probably 80% of the budget. It's just like uh, uh, it's it's lawsuits, and then another 10% is Impossible Burgers, and the other 10% is um, chains to get wrapped around trees. I, I, I feel like I think the same way about PETA as I do about, like, cops. In that, like, if 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 I see someone at a party and I learn that they're they work for PETA, like, I'm probably not hanging out with that guy at the yeah, party they made and some, whatnot. Like, why, why does he have that weird mustache and a buzz cut? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, this these aren't this isn't going to be a fun conversation at the end of the evening. Oh my God, you're right, dude. Anytime I, I'm at uh, I'm at like a thing, and then I'm like, that dude looks like he works for a government organization. I'm like, oh yeah, he's a fucking firefighter or law enforcement. No, firefighters are chill. Come I don't, on, don't, know, don't bring them into this equation. I don't know, just, they barely work. They work for the government by name only. Right, they're, but all the firefighters... They're technically sex workers. To me, the firefighters and cops of Los Angeles are just fucking white Republicans. It's just like California Republicans. just feels that way. I mean, the, not all the of them. firefighters in California are some of the hardest working people. Oh, you're right. Firefighters in general in the world. You're right. In California, I think there's fires right now. There's, yeah, I, I woke up to some ash on my car for Ooh. sure. I woke up to some ash in my fucking lungs I woke from up smoking to that reefer. You know what I'm saying? I woke up to getting some ass yeah. in, in my car. It's I woke up in my car because I'm homeless, but I still get laid. Uh, uh, thankfully, we don't live in our cars, guys. We can. Is that what that song "I Woke Up in a New Bugatti" is about? It, like he spent so much on the Bugatti that he's actually technically homeless they now. Filed for bankruptcy. I woke up in a new Bugatti. Uh, the last four. It's beats. all I have. It is my house now. We're Notion by Tactical, Deadlock by Tie Beats, Relax by Eerie Skies, and that last one, I don't have a title. That was by me. Oh, snap. Is that a new one? That was a new one. I mean, I made it. I made it August 23rd. Oh, damn. I thought that maybe, you know. Well, it was, I started it that day, and then I continued editing into this week, so... Maybe I'll post it on the YouTube channel. Well, shit, man. Hopefully, this sets a, a solid precedent. You can expect more beats from David every week, folks. Uh, a new beat every week. He, Once a week. We, we talked about this off pod. He's he's committed to it. Once a week, he's going to be bringing a new beat to the table, and I'm going to try and guess which one is his. I failed this time. That means that it was good, folks. It was good enough. To, <laughs> it was the last one. I, I noticed. That as soon as it started playing, I was like, ugh. Here we go. Well, if, if you put it as the last one, that's a you know that's a, a noticeable placement. In well, the no, it, it was so. it was only this week specifically that I put it last. Other times I've snuck it in there. You put it last because you were like, well, I'm gonna end on a banger. We're gonna end on some yeah. some real legit beats. We're gonna absolutely rhyme our asses off on this one. I'm trying to consolidate the content that I posted being just on our channel because. You know, earlier on, I was like, oh, I need to have my own, like, you know, fucking nine Instagram pages and all this other shit. But now I'm realizing that you got to fucking focus on one. And that's why I'm fucking pumping out those videos and shit. If you guys have been following us and and are watching this at this point or listening at this point, go check out the fucking reels and the YouTubes that I've been making because, um, you know, we're trying. We're doing our best. Yeah, I've been uh, batting around the idea of like starting uh, like movie review YouTube channel. Well, and yeah, I, I know that there's a million of them out there. Yeah, but 
in the same way that we started this pod, there was already a million of them out there, but it was just something we wanted to do. Well, I should. It's kind of what I wanted. I want to just start recording myself talking about movies yeah. and putting it online. And I, w- I wouldn't want to talk about movies that I know everyone's already has an opinion on. Yeah. Right? It would be like uh, the idea would be. Like you, like one-offs, like unique movies. Yeah, stuff that might not necessarily be good, yeah, but watchable in the sense that if 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 the person watching it knows me enough because they've viewed my content enough, they'll be like, "All right, he would be, think this about this." He wouldn't just put this on his channel unless it was at least watchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that there was something interesting going on there. Because a lot of the movie uh, review uh, pages on YouTube that I watch, I will, they inspire me to watch the movie before watching their review. Yeah, and I think that that's powerful. Like I could maybe inspire people yeah, to, to watch, watch more movies, movies yeah, yeah. that would otherwise go on. Dude, just do it on our channel. I think that we like. I'm gonna start like the beats that I was posting on my own YouTube channel. I'm just going to start posting those beats with cover art on our channel and you should just post your movie uh, reviews because I'm assuming you're not going to show your face. You're just going to edit clips from the movie and talk. No, over I the might clip. show my face. That's ballsy. Yeah, I know it's ballsy, but at the end of the day, I, I also need to make efforts to get around, uh, you know, fair use claims. So if I'm going to be using footage from movies that I'm talking about, I have to interject with some original content or else that shit is, I'm not going to make, I'm not even trying to make money. I'm not going to like, no, yeah. I'm going to get copyright claimed yeah, yeah, and then the video won't be allowed to be uploaded. Yeah. I think that just doing that on our channel just adds another level of variety. And all I've, all I know is that, um, I can't keep on posting on multiple, like growing multiple channels simultaneously is the well what's the second channel you're posting on it well i was posting beats and cover art on my other youtube channel but it's like why not just fucking put that shit on our channel well no i i i I do feel like we have it's more of a music niche uh and i'm open to the idea but if i was I, i think it would be more realistic for me to make a channel that involves all of like my personal video shit because that is kind of like my thing or whatever. I got I know that. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um and then obviously anything that we collabed on would go on the Banfamania channel, but that kind of vibe. Not to, you know, no, shit I, shit on your idea. No, no, I I get what you're saying because I also have have just like I, I'm trying to figure out a way of of putting as much energy into this one thing and having everything work simultaneously as opposed to like growing multiple things a little bit at a time, but whatever. It wouldn't hurt to uh, consolidate the, your beat channel with the Banfamania channel, just because uh, if, if you are going to start making beats again, you know, it is really about posting and more, more so. I mean, obviously the views are what is most important, but you can make up for lack of views with an excessive amount of posts. <laughs> and a, a lot of times it's quality. I mean, quantity over quality. Obviously, at, at best, there's a balance. 
there's a, a balance of quantity and quality. A lot of times the quality doesn't mean that it has to look really good. It just has to like in itself be good, but whatever. At the end of the day, I do think we're having two different conversations. I, I really just want to start making movie reviews to yeah. almost, almost just see if I am good at it or not to see if there's a something there. I, um, I appreciate your take on shit a lot of the time. No, and, and I think that uh, I think that I could make something pretty good. I would want to be funny about it as well, you know, get some get some humor in there. Um, yeah. I don't know, like how to make it unique though, like because there's a million different film channels out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and a lot of them they just go into like you know the lore of the film. They'll talk about behind the scenes stuff, like the director did this, blah blah blah. And I'd want a little bit of that. And then there's stuff that's like you can see from this shot and then it changes to this shot that implies a closeness of blah 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 and i'd want to include some of that and you know it, uh, I'm, I'm just spitballing here you i know? believe I, in you in my I've, head i'm just like it could be something it could be trash i think that your your love of of movies and also like your ability to remember facts about directors and actors and like you know like i personally forget names and forget shit that like that i'll watch different stuff and not associate the director with uh what they had done previously so like your ability to remember all of that stuff gives you unique insight and um it's like this podcast and it's like my warm take that i was gonna that i was gonna do that i should oh, that you saw yeah. in the notes let's get a warm take in there the re- my favorite warm take is when i take a man's piss on my face <laughs> Um, that's, uh, that's his most recent X video search man's piss on face. Ah, dude, that's the most recent DM I got from our neighbor. Anyway, I was going to say, move on to your warm take here for God's sakes. Warm take. I was talking with our friend Mitch jump from, if anyone's listening, which I think is taking a hiatus, but no, I think they got a new episode coming out soon. Coming out soon. Go listen to that. Um, the reason podcasting and even admitting to others that you're involved in podcasting is so utterly embarrassing and humiliating and cringeworthy is because most podcasts are terrible. Therefore, your involvement in podcasting and you having a podcasting a podcast is statistically at odds of being awful and bad. Yeah, it's safe to assume that it's bad. It's most likely bad. Well, no, it, it's the new I'm a rapper. Oh, my God. Exactly, dude. It's literally like, oh, I, this dude I went to high school with thinks he's fucking a rapper and he's got a mixtape on SoundCloud. It's that with podcasting. And literally, I did the rapper thing first. So I did the most humiliating thing possible to my friends in high school first. And now I'm doing it now. But only thing that's left is OnlyFans for us. And I, I could definitely, um, I, I tried jerking off on camera once, and a couple Russian dudes liked it. <laughs> uh, I didn't, I didn't monetize it, so I need to figure something out. That but, was an interesting time. I remember that. It was very brief. You were like, "Hey, apparently I can earn money jerking off," and then uh, you did it once, and then was like, "I didn't make any money." Uh, I jerked. I came too soon. Like you that need, was it. You need to tease faster. I think. Wait, tease more. And you came to this conclusion. You that was a poor choice of words. Well, you got yeah. You, you arrived at this conclusion. I think you got to rake up the streams. Like you got to get people watching. You can't huh. just be like, all right, I'm nutting now. Did you get any comments? 
Were there anyone that's like stroke slower? Or? I, don't, I don't remember. I think I was. I think I was taking Xanax. It sounds like that. It sounds like a drug induced activity. For <laughs> yeah, sure. dude. That I, I was experimenting with my sexuality. At you got to be in a rough place. Uh, and and you know this is going to sound insensitive, but uh, arguably, sex work is kind of an easier route. It's like emotionally, I'm sure it could take a toll. Sure, I mean like. But like in the OnlyFans context, yeah. it's a pretty like easy route to income at the potential sacrifice of quote unquote dignity or whatever in the public. Or eye. like, or your sexual health, like try being horny on demand. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's definitely different for dudes, but, uh, but like what I'm saying is you have to be at a play, place in life where obviously it's okay to do that type of work. Yeah. But there are certain social implications that come with it that you need to be at a point in your life that you're okay with yeah, yeah, making yeah. your reality. If, if that anybody, is going to be your reality now. If anybody that we went to college with, hot or not, had an OnlyFans and I found out about it, I would go pay for it immediately <laughs> just to destroy that barrier between me and my respect for that person yeah. and then immediately be like, all right, I've like... Seen their dick or their vagina and be like, well, you would pay for a dude's OnlyFans if they went to, if you went to college with them. I guess it depends on the dude. I would want to. Oh, I'm so curious about unveiling that layer of that person because of like, you know, like socially they've built up this impression of who they are, and now that I know that they, that's the other thing, dude. If you fucking half of the time you pay for OnlyFans and then it's just pictures of the fucking chick. In her bikini, and then in the DM, she's like forty dollars, and I'll fucking dildo myself, and I'm like, all right, I already paid fucking eight ninety nine. I don't need to fucking upgrade the service in the DMs. This is a scam. It's a scam, but it works. Uh, it's the o- the key to the OnlyFans. The scam is isn't real. It's not necessarily a scam. It's it, well, no. It's if a, I- it's as much of a scam in the sense that like. Uh, uh, you you forget to cancel a subscription to something and you keep getting charged for imagine, it for ten years. Imagine if you pay for Netflix and then inside of Netflix they're like, "Oh, you want to watch Ozark? It's another ten dollars." Like I so already like, paid. So it's for, like Disney Plus. It's like Prime. Prime lets you buy. Well, no, stuff. Disney Plus does that too. If it's a new Disney movie, you don't get it for free. If it's, in, if it's in theaters, you're gonna pay like twenty bucks to see that shit at home. Well, I guess the the the, the like limited release thing. I'm, like if if the OnlyFans was like just wait six weeks and then you could see me fucking fuck this black guy for free, I'd wait. You know what I'm saying? But like the fact that you already paid for an exclusive subscription to disclose what's going on, and then you get in there and it's like. Oh, I'm only showing just some stuff, and then there's more paid upgrades. Um, if if I started an OnlyFans, it would be minutes until some hater sent that shit to my family <laughs> to try and get them on me to be like, yo, why are you over here jerking off on I camera? got the key to OnlyFans success right here, dog. Here's what you do. Don't show your face? You could not show your face, but I think a big appeal of, mm-hmm. of the people jerking off to you 100%. is the face. Like People want to see your face. Um, you make a bunch of videos and then uh, resell the same videos to thousands of people. That's what it is. Oh, I thought you were going to come at me with some new groundbreaking strategy. This is groundbreaking marketing right here, dog. <laughs> you fucking film yourself fucking. Oh, you're, you're saying that they don't film the uh, a thousand different jilling videos for a thousand different clients, Dave. That's insane. I assume they were all personalized. 
I guess I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is reselling the same video to different people over and over again is genius. So like a Netflix show. Like, but imagine if I, like if we were selling the video of this podcast, we filmed the podcast once, but then we sell it for 1099 over and over and over and over and That's over. That's a better comparison than a Netflix show simply because uh, it like it, there's, there's less effort. We we probably put in as much effort in this show as, as an, an OnlyFans only fans yeah. model does into her show. Maybe even less, to be honest. I don't know. No. In certain contexts, it's definitely more. We are putting in more effort into this than just fucking fingering ourselves on camera, all right? Uh, some, they've got, like, machines inside of them that respond <laughs> to tips from the clients or whatever. They didn't invent the machine. If they invented the machine, I'd be impressed. We didn't invent these microphones. All right, but we're still... I, we're, we we're, are coming up with some solid-ass material, though, and is, I think okay. that sets us apart. And also, I back to the uh, embarrassment of podcasting. Um, this is more than a podcast. This is an absolute experience. And there is nothing else like this out there. 100%. So when I, I'm just talking to myself right now. I'm amping myself up. Whenever I try to think, oh, you suck. You're a fucking idiot for podcasting. And everybody thinks you're a retard. I think to myself, you know what? I'm having conversations and then randomly rapping about those conversations and then going back to talking and then periodically saying shit that's offensive. And this is my personal promise to you guys, our audience. Uh, we will never go private right when you're about to come. Ever. No. And so thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, you can find me at Bubba Y, B-U-B-B-A-W-H-Y-Y. If you need a music video, please hit me up. I'm good at it, although I've got a lot of work right now, so I might tell you that to hit me up a month later because I'm swamped. Or but film it and then set him the footage. You'll just yeah, you know, it. I'll be like, listen, it's going to take at least a month before this is over because I at least need a day off. Yeah. But uh, that's it for me. Cool, dude. Uh, fucking follow us at Banfomania on Instagram. Uh, go to the reels and watch clips of this podcast. Uh, I'm trying really hard to chop those up and make them fun and engaging. Get the algorithm. You're doing a, a great job. You can also follow us on TikTok at Banfomania. Um, the most important thing is YouTube. I'm trying to make that fucking happen. We got to get to uh, a thousand subscribers to monetize. So support us share it follow me at salt what are we satire. at like 990 something no we're at we were at 420 fucking smoke weed bro nice. and then i those youtube shorts the reels that are also tiktoks that are youtube shorts some of them popped and like the algorithm was like hell yeah this is funny um and you know what even if you want to post a negative comment that's totally fine keep the algorithm moving follow me at salt and satire or hit me up at Hooded Ninja Studios for the cover art or beats. Or I might just be consolidating that with our fucking channel. Whatever. Do it. And uh, DM your mom these fucking podcasts so that we 
get that organic growth. Yeah, don't DM our moms though. No, because then we're gonna have to have a weird, right. awkward conversation. And like, look, mom, it's obviously not meant for you. Yeah, like, this, this is the wrong audience. Is, you're not a targeted demographic, so it's not fair for and, you to be judging on that. And also, we haven't talked to our mom in weeks, so this would be like the first conversation in a long time. Um, and if you're listening at this point still, you need to be sharing this shit. I hate all you guys who support us, but I love you, but I hate you for liking the shit and listening and then not sharing it. That means you're embarrassed. Of no. Us. Wh- well, what if they are sharing it and just no one else likes it except for them? Okay. That, then that's okay. You know, a they're desperately effort. trying to recruit, but everyone else is like, ah, you're like the people, the people who are doing the recruiting. Yeah aren't someone who you would take recommendations from. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so we just have bad fans. Yeah, like our, the fans themselves aren't good at spreading the word even though they are actively doing it. They need a Coach Carter figure in their lives to fix them. Yes. Preferably without the violence, folks. Stop the violence. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. First, folks. <laughs> You heard it here, folks first. Folks first. I want to die. Yeah, me too. Anyway, uh, have a great week and, uh, you know. um... Latris on the Menjay.